Warrior Princess Nation. Welcome back and thank you for listening to the Princess Chronicle podcast. This is Nikisha. I'm so excited for what God has for us today. So grab your Bibles, pens, journals, and let's dive in. Hey, ladies. Today, I just want to talk about um, a discovery I made about myself that I didn't really like. And sometimes self-discovery is like that. As we're looking inward and you know, really allowing the Holy Spirit to dig and unroot some things in our lives. It's not a pretty sight. And um, the discovery that I made is that I'm not very loving. (laughs) Those of you that know me um, may think, yes, you are. But no, I'm not very loving. Here's what I am. I'm very giving. I'm very compassionate. But I'm not always very loving. As a most time, I have to actually um, surrender myself to allow that love to flow through me. And I think I'm probably not the only one. And why I say I'm not very loving is why I would like to think I am and I strive to be. My measuring stick is not what I think and is not what I'm striving for. My measuring stick is not even what you think or what you're doing. See, oftentimes what we do um, as women, as Christians, we compare our goodness with someone else's destruction or even their goodness. So that comparison that we're in, that comparison trap makes us think, well, I'm not as bad as she is. Oh, I'm doing a whole lot better than them. I give more, I serve more, I love on people more, I pray more, I read my Bible more, I know more than that person, so I'm okay. Ew. But the actual fact, as horrible as that may sound, is that they're not our measuring stick. They're not the place that we're striving to be. The word of God is the place. Jesus is the measuring stick. That's that's our that's where we're striving to be. That's our level. And so when I look at my life, particularly my love life, when I say love life, I'm not talking about my intimate relationship with my husband or I am talking about the way I love people, God's people that he created, the way I show the love of God through me, that love life. And when I look at my love life, it doesn't quite measure up. And as disheartening as that may be, I think the fact that if we get honest about it and allow the Holy Spirit to work on it, that he will. He can change us. He can make us more loving. And here's why I say I'm not very loving. Bible's open to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Actually, at the very ending of chapter 12, verse 31, actually, Paul is, is concluding his um, message on unity. And it's I know our bi- modern day Bibles break things up into chapters and sections and subtitles. and But the ancient Bible didn't have that. It was literally a scroll or and it just continually ran from, you know, it's like a letter. Um, and in our letters, we may have paragraphs. But we don't section things off. And so it was literally, it's these letters. And so as he's writing these letters, 
There's no there's no break like we see in our Bible. So it doesn't say, you know, chapter 12, verse 31, and then chapter 13, verse 1. No, it's a continual stream. It's a theme. And so he's writing about this living in unity and allowing the those that are in the body of Christ to walk in this unity and love one another. And, and so he flows from the ending of this right into chapter 13 of 1 Corinthians, which has been um, termed as a term of endearment, the love chapter, right? Because it, it talks about love. But he, he ends chapter 12 with saying, um, you know, everybody was fighting over who has what gifts. You know, I, some, you know, wanted to prophesy, some wanted to speak in tongues, and some wanted to do all this other stuff. And he's like, wait, 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 that's not the big point. The big point is not what gift you have. That's not the big picture. And so I think sometimes we miss the big picture because we're like, why, how come I'm not gifted like that person? Why can't I speak or, or have hospitality or you know, gift of mercy and prophecy and tongues. Why can't I do it like that person? Why don't I have that gift? And so he's saying, look, don't fight over who has what gift. Don't get caught up in thinking that your gift is not significant enough because it's not that person's gift. Every gift that the God gives is significant and he gives them um, so for to each individual as he places them and leaves them in that area. So whatever gift you have, and wherever you are, God has gifted you with that particular gift for that particular season, for that particular place. So use your gift wisely. Um, so they're fighting. The Corinthians are fighting over who has what kind of gifts. And he's saying, look, not everybody's going to have the same gift. And God, in his wisdom, knows exactly what the gift people need. Then he says, verse 31, he says, now eagerly desire the greater gifts. Now, wait a minute, Paul. You just told us not to fuss and fight and worry about the gifts that we have and walking in unity. And then he ends that our chapter 13 or chapter 12 with desire the greater gifts. Interesting. But then what are the greater gifts? What is it that they're going to desire? And so he concludes that with, and I'll yet show you more a most excellent way. He says, let me show you a better way to do this. Let me show you a better way to go about this. And that is the hinge that springs forth chapter 13, love. So he's saying, literally, Paul is saying, let me show you an excellent way, a better way to do this, a better way to live, a better way to walk in unity, a better way to operate in your gifts, a better way to be a Christian. And that is love. And then I read about love and I scratch my head because I'm not very loving, at least not according to chapter 13 of Corinthians. <clears throat> and if you look at your life and measure it with chapter 13, how would you measure up? I'm pretty sure some of you would not measure up as well as you think. And it's okay, because I don't want you to think that this is all about judging where you are. I think it's about being honest where you are and then asking the Holy Spirit to help you become more loving. Imagine if every person who called themselves a Christian or a follower of Jesus Christ focused on making sure that they were loving according to chapter 13 of 1 Corinthians. Imagine what the world around us would think 
if we exercise this love. So, how do you love based on the Bible? How do you love like Jesus loved? How do you do that? Well, first you got to discover what is that kind of love? Because I think sometimes we think of love and it's like, well, you know, I share a meal or I give to the poor and he talks about that kind of stuff. But he also says you can do that kind of stuff and still not love. I mean, how many people out in the world who are not followers of Jesus Christ, like give and give a lot and serve and serve a lot, but yet they don't have love. They have compassion, but not true biblical love. They may have what's called brotherly love because the Bible has these, there's these loves that in our language that we say we love, but this is a deeper type of love that God is talking about. So there is this philo, a brotherly love that we have for one another and you're concerned about your brother and that moves you with compassion to be able to give and share and that's that kind of love. And then we have our um, exotic or erotic kind of love. And that's the love we have with our spouse. And um, But there's a deeper love. There's this agape love. That is a love that only God can pour through us. And that's the kind of love that he wants us to walk out in our everyday life so that we are different and allowing people to see the love in us. I think, I don't know about you, but in my mind, I'm thinking, God, you must be so tired of sour faced Christians. You know, that we walk around with this meanness on our faces and our continents, and our heart is not very loving. And I found myself today when I got back home from, from a trip and a speaking engagement, and I came home. And I discovered that my son had done nothing. I mean, I don't know what, literally, I don't know what my husband was doing, but he, my son had done nothing. No chores had been completed. No homework had been turned in. Nothing. Just no shower. Nothing. And I will tell you, love didn't come from flowing from my mouth. There was no, there's no love. And I, I had to pause and go, Nikisha, even when you are correcting, there still needs to be love. And I think sometimes we we turn on our love, we turn it off, we allow God to flow love through us, and then we block the pathway and we shut it down. And I think if we would learn to operate in love continually, that our lives would be so much richer. So chapter 13, verse 4, and I'm going to read it from the New Living Translation. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable. And it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. So I read verses four through seven. That's the measuring stick for our love. Yikes, because I don't measure up. And that uh, is not a, a bad thing to say because you may not measure up either. 
However, it's an opportunity to go to God and say, hey, God, I'm not measuring up in this way of love. I need your help. I need your help to flow love through me so that in every circumstance, because that's what the Bible says, through love endures through every circumstance. So when I find myself in circumstances where nothing has been done in my house and no homework is done and there's missing assignments and when people cut me off in traffic or when someone cuts the line at the grocery store or when someone is very mean and rude, that I respond in love, not judgment, not criticism, but God's love. Today, ladies, may we may we focus on that. Love like God loves. Let it flow through you. Have a blessed day. Until next time, remember to fight life battles God's way with both crown and sword. See you soon.